Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. We promised we'd be weekly and we are trying to do that. Thus far we've managed two. Um, uh, right, so it's slightly different lineup because Fraser is stuck on the A34. We've still got Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello. Hello. And we've got Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello. Hello. And I am Liam. Um, I will be your host for this <laughs> podcast. Um, I might sound delirious and there's a reason for that. And it's because... We won away. Yay! Yay! I'm How still shocked. That? <laughs> um, to be fair, most of the podcast last time did think we would win. Um, most being me and Fraser. But Simon, yeah. despite your positive outlook, you went for a draw. I did. Um, are you happy to be wrong? I'm thoroughly delighted to be wrong. And I shall continue, hopefully, to be... Well, I, I think, what do I need to do? Do I need to keep saying, oh, we're not going to win? In the hope that that uh, that you know predicts a win, then. Uh, well, possibly, or maybe just the brutally honest. Yeah. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. So we'll have to try things out, but we've not got many games left <laughs> to try, try this a formula. So, oh, hi Tim, by the way. Yeah, uh, hi Tim. That seemed to kick off on Twitter <laughs> and Rufy Roo and Ginger Moods and all of all of the ones who actually listen. Hello, <laughs> thank you. Um, right, so. Positives from the weekend. We won away. That's good. Um, out of the relegation uh, zone. Out of the relegation zone, yeah, yeah, as you say. Um, Jordan Graham's off the mark because he popped a, a little tap in at the near post. Mm. Uh, yeah. Which was good. Uh, what a free kick. Brilliant. Yeah, it, he had no right to shoot from there. No right at no, all. I, th- I, I disagree. I do think he, he had the right to shoot from there. But I, I think... Having had the chances he's had and narrowly missed over these times, and it was clearly sort of a monkey on his back, I think to shoot from there in that situation, when your confidence might not be as high, you've had the manager saying, um, oh, well, he needs to cross more, he needs to do this, he needs to do that, and maybe being a bit a bit more critical than we would expect. So to have that happen and still shoot, I think that's where it comes into its own. And what a free kick. Yeah, and we may find in the future, because people will have seen that now, other teams, they may put more people into the wall and it might mean that we get, you know, defenders in more space in the area for, you know, next time maybe cross it or whatever. But it will have a knock-on effect because people will know about it. Before getting Graham in, we did a few short, um, and tail end of last uh, season, a few short free kicks that seemed to work. Um Obviously, that's a good thing. But also, more players in the wall. You might get a lucky deflection. It might go off for a corner. It you know, might go straight to the keeper's arms, whatever. It, it's it, The fact is, we scored and we won. <laughs> Nothing else matters. Um, I, I think the main, the main thing that's been spoken about in the media is it, it's got to carry on, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just going back to that free kick, I, it looked like one of those where it doesn't matter how many people you have in the wall. He, he put it so perfectly in the top corner and over the top of the wall that you just think yeah nobody's stopping that it watched it two or three times and you and you you think i'd have loved to add all the you know the sort of cameras they have for live football and seeing how close that was because it just looked like the keeper had absolutely no chance because it was right in the top corner yeah yeah, and it seemed to really loop yeah Yeah. uh, like go right up and then as you say dipped and and yeah the flight of that ball was insane Mm. Um, unfortunately it wasn't with the Oxford fans behind it um, I, I'm 
in Italy at the moment, as I've mentioned on the last uh, podcast. So I was able to watch it through iFollow. I think I woke up half of Turin. <laughs> but the way he whipped it, it was almost like um, Kamar Roof's at uh, Rovers, Bristol Rovers um, a few seasons ago, or um, Robbie Hall at... Uh, uh, down the road yeah. Mm. yes yeah it, I, it was brilliant and it, it was what we needed uh, in order to to win um, because the, the way we've been playing we've had chance after chance after chance of not scoring we needed that one ridiculously good effort but then also that was in the first half and what we've lacked um, this whole season really is the fight mm. Yeah. Um, we saw it against Portsmouth. We've seen it in, in pockets. But to see out the game and, and battle, we, we really did battle and it was good to see. Uh, and I think if we can take that into the forthcoming games, I mentioned them a few times last time, we're playing the teams around us. We need that fight. Yeah. yeah. And with that fight, hopefully we can get something. Yeah, if teams at the top, they'll come and try and play you know, football and try and get at you teams towards the bottom they'll battle for every point and we've got to be battling now you know it's all right playing football against those top sides we've proved we can do that what we need to do is start battling and it showed that we could yeah it was i had a really weird conversation with someone the other day who was a Walsall fan who messaged and said are we both worried about relegation and i said no i, I try and stay positive um uh but he said he's really worried because they've got Pompey, Sunderland and Barnsley coming up and I said well we won and drew and drew and I didn't want to say I'm more worried about yeah. the fact we've got Scunthorpe uh, who is it, Scunthorpe, Bradford and it's another team down there, Gillingham Gillingham, yeah, <clears throat> yeah and Rochdale uh, and Rochdale, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all coming up and, and Wimbledon and Shrewsbury me. yeah, there's lots of, lots of teams around us and like you say, yeah. we it, it wasn't a case, like you said, at the weekend of winning ugly. You've seen uglier games, but a clean sheet. First time, obviously, Burton away was a bit of an anomaly because they had a man sent off and then just defended for their lives. So I don't think they were ever yeah. going to threaten our goal. But prior to that, you've got to go all the way back to sort of Gillingham in November for the last time we kept a clean sheet. Uh, oh, no, sorry, Blackpool. But, you know, we, we've certainly not been keeping lots of clean sheets. It's not like, you no. know, we're a... A hard to beat side. We 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 do ship goals. So, so not only was it good to get the goal, it was good to battle and hang on and not concede. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Post match interview because uh, we we that will be a regular feature with Robinson in charge. I feel. <laughs> um, I'm personally with his style of music, uh, not the players. I don't know how you two feel. Because that's what it all seemed to be about, what, what music yeah. they listened to beforehand. I, yeah, I, was a, I was a bit disappointed in Sykes, doesn't know who a Oasis are. <laughs> yeah. no, but that is, he had a great game, but that's unforgivable. When you've got, oh, he's, he's young, it's good to have a youngster in the squad. <laughs> I don't know who Oasis are. You're like, oh, wow, that's a firm memory. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I, thought his, but, I thought his post-match interview was was quite good for him you know I, I don't always listen I must admit but when I have I, I quite often end up 
finding himself kind of shaking my head or shouting at the radio or saying, no, you know, he's, he'll start perfectly normally and then go off on a tangent about something and you think, no, no, don't say anymore. No, we've lost yeah, him. he's gone, <laughs> he's gone. But uh, this time, yeah, he went off on a tangent, but it was kind of a nice tangent, if you know what I mean. It was kind of, yeah. uh, there was a, a, a human side to it and there was a, a bit of self-reflection in there about, you know, the players and the team and, and what they do and, and it, it felt, like he wasn't making excuses for anyone. He was praising the right people. He praised the fans. You know, he he said it's 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 about the club. It's about the players. It's about the fans. It's not about me. You know, and it it I thought he came across really well in that. I think pr- credit where it's due because it's very easy to blame and and moan about what he has said in the past. Well, okay, maybe maybe he's changed. Maybe you know, listening to a bit of a uh, bit of country, he's it's kind of mellowed him. Uh, but I thought it was a great post match interview. Yeah, I think I I agree. I did enjoy listening to it and and watching on iFollow. However, maybe that's part of what we were saying on the last pod about if you're winning, yeah, yeah, it's less of an issue. Like you can have someone who's passionate and and talking about all these things that are going on behind the scenes and oh, we haven't. Uh, We've we've tackled more times than anyone else in the league. Yeah. <laughs> really irrelevant. Yeah, stuff. you're not having to make you excuses for a defeat, stuff. are you? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so maybe it's maybe it's a bit from column A, a bit from column mm. B. Um, you touched upon the fans there, which sounds like a horrendous. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I wasn't there. Hopefully, honest. Fraser will keep it in. <laughs> um, uh, they were phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, you hear, heard them throughout the match. It was. It yeah, was and obviously pleasing to be an Oxford fan to listen to them with Blackpool fans being there. Um, uh, well, not being mm-hmm. there because of the boycott. It it made it more. Um, it it made it a lot clearer how passionate our fan base are, and I think that must have been a clear a clear message to uh, the owners and to to kind of everyone behind it. Mm. Um, I, I, I must say at this point, I'm really pleased for Blackpool that Oyster's gone. Yeah. But I mean, um, Blackpool, you know, you don't know whether they're going to get the point deduction. Also, Coventry, they're also, you know, being linked with the possible point deduction or whatever because of their ground. They need to name where they're playing next season and they're in dispute with whoever over the yeah, um, CSU yes. or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. CSU. <laughs> <laughs> Without going off, without um, going off on a rant about Premier League football, and I'm, I'll have a little rant about that. No, no, I think, should, we, sorry, I think rant. we can do that. So, you know, so Spurs have, you know, had this shiny new stadium that they keep sort of putting back when they're going to move to that, and and I don't hear anybody from the football association or football league or Premier League going, uh, make your mind up, or we're going to dock you points. So it yeah. seems it's perfectly all right for a club. Um, you know, in the, in the big shiny Premier League, to faff about and not let anyone know when they're actually going to move in. But if you're a club that's had all sorts of ownership issues and and had to ground share and been right royally shafted by all and sundry, you've then got the EFL um, going in and and just piling in on it rather than actually going right. How can we help you? How can we make yeah. this better for you? You know, a, a long-standing football club. With a huge history, you know, how can we how can we help you? Not, it's like, well, I think you, it's you, like you that. touch upon yeah. it. Then. I keep saying touch upon <laughs> it, but um, people will talk with, with Coventry. They are such a 
a big side. Yeah. They're a huge side. I can remember watching them when I was when I was a kid, watching them in the Premiership and watching them um, sort of competing in cups and, and doing really well. Uh, a good quality football, uh, like quite sort of rough and ready, but, you know, a big club mm. and, as you say, a big history. And they're not flavour of the month at the minute and therefore they're being threatened yeah. with it. Well, you know, Spurs are the ones bottling the league <laughs> every season. You know, how long until they're in a, a bad position? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I cut across you there. No, it's, it's the same with finances, though. You know, you get a team overspending and they'll get, you know, in trouble in the Football League. They'll get, like, um, transfer windows where they can't buy players or whatever. In the Premier League, you know, you probably get a fine. That's all. And the only reason Chelsea are getting you know, done at the moment is because it's FIFA and they'll probably get it reduced. Well, and and also Abramovich is uh, not liked by the FA, is he? Because of his his uh, tax Care- and political... Careful. But it's not the FA Careful. that's doing him, it's FIFA, isn't it? It's FIFA that's doing um, Chelsea. Well, yeah, but the, the FA have to sort of represent... I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, anyway... Doesn't matter. We won at the <laughs> <Yeah>. weekend. <laughs> well, it will matter in a few years when we're up there. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, I, I, I'd love to think that that Jordan Graham's goal is a, a turning point of the season, but I think Fraser said last point, uh, last last pod, we've had more turning points than the film Labyrinth. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, hopefully. It, it will be good, um, but on we go to Scunthorpe. How do you think we'll do? Um, I... <laughs> well, the problem is, it, on paper, it's easier than Blackpool. And, yeah. and that, therefore, and we probably won't win. Yeah, I'm going to say we will win. I think there was enough uh, battle in that performance at the weekend. Um, and we're running out of time. <laughs> um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with three points. Paul, what are you officially saying on this? And then we'll go to negative Simon. <laughs> I'm going to go with a draw. You're going to go with a draw? Go on, well, Simon. I, shall I honest. go? I'm going to go draw again um, in the hope that okay. I'll get it equally wrong and we win again. Um, they're, they're an odd side. They're an awful, Scunthorpe had an awful sort of autumn and, and December and then seemed to turn the corner a bit. But the last few games have been a bit patchy. So who knows? We, we, we need to make sure that we're right on it right from the start that the fans get behind you know the the, the Atkinson game was so flat with all sorts of and sorry not Atkinson the Peterborough game was was flat for so many reasons but I think we need to turn up in decent numbers make a lot of noise and and really get behind the side because I think we I think maybe sorry I was just about to say because I think we can win but I'm I'm predicting a draw (laughs) (laughs) same as last time um yeah, I think um, the the Peterborough game spurred on the fans for the Blackpool game. Obviously, the fact that you get there on a Friday and have fish and chips and drink, <laughs> um, and it, it was a, a lovely, lovely day, um, probably aids all of all of that stuff. Um, but it, it, they they were so loud; the crowd were just phenomenal. Yeah. So the the last thing you want is for the very square stadium to to take its toll. Um, Obviously, the ultras aren't there anymore. The club are trying to get behind it all. Um, Oxfox have obviously talked about what's possible as well. Um, But hopefully, before something's put in place, we don't just lose all of the atmosphere we have got over the last few years. 
um, I've I've read a few Ox Blogger things recently. He he does some very good neutral blogs, um, and he's talked about the ultras um, in the last couple of days. So it's worth a, a list uh, a read. No, I agree with you. I've not right. not read the, his most recent one, but yeah, no, you're right. He 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 looks at a bit not dispassionately, but yeah, very neutrally. Not not sort of picking a side, but really looking at it on it. You know, a situation on its merits, which I think is. Un- unusual in social media <laughs> these days. Well, yeah, he manages to um, leave it. They're sort of the heat of the moment when everyone's discussing it, and he'll leave it a day and look at it with a, a calmer head and just be a bit more realistic, mm. I think. Um, when he was talking, like recently he's been talking about the ownership and um, the winding up orders and things like that, it was a phenomenal read because it wasn't, it wasn't just this assumption that everything's a mess. It was looking at some positives, looking at the fact that he's worried, but also, you know, it, there were so many different angles to it. it. It was a really good read, and the Ultras one was also very good today um, when I read it. Um, yeah, just talking about... He was talking about the, the games that they've been involved in. So you, you look at... It shows a picture of the Ox with the um, the robin on its horn, and... Um, and it, chills when that <laughs> when you look at that and and the Swansea game and uh, the Wickham promotion game and all of these moments that you you don't forget at all but you see a picture of the day and it's just mm. you know happy happy time so yeah do if if you don't know who Ox blogger is he's on twitter do have a read of his blogs or or hers i don't know um who it is that does them um but yeah have a read yeah you always feel he gets down on paper what you're what you um are thinking you know he, he does sum it up perfectly or sometimes what you want to think um he'll, he'll say something you think oh yeah yeah that's a that that's true actually i hadn't thought of it that way or, or whatever um it's good it's good and realistic so yeah we've we've blown some smoke there so hopefully he'll come recommending our podcast <laughs> We should try and get him on. Hi, Tim, or, by the way, uh, just in case Fraser cut out the earlier one. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. There we go. <laughs> yeah, hi, Tim. yeah, let's get Ogs Blogger on as well, see, see what happens. Uh, so we've talked about the next game. We've talked about uh, the last game. Um, the five-minute fans forum. How was that? He, yep. I, Tiger's great because he always sounds unbelievably cheerful about stuff. And, and positive, which must be, you know, great if you're working with him. Um, I, you can never go particularly in-depth with these answers because there's half a dozen questions and, and five minutes to, to answer them. Um, but it was interesting that the, certainly the, the winding up petition that, according to someone on the fans forum who's quite keen on keeping an eye on these things, never actually was a winding up petition. There was obviously some delay by the sounds of it over them perhaps paying the bill but it seemed a little bit premature to call it a winding up petition because it don't think it seemed to get that far and 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 tiger said well we've paid it um and and that's all fine and we'll try and improve the situation with the stadium company yeah there were a few questions that he kind of didn't answer he went and answered questions that hadn't been asked (laughs) (laughs) yeah Maybe maybe that's a close. Well, talking uh, talking about like plans for next season, and he talks about his flight over here. You know, it, 
I don't know whether it was lost in, let's say it was lost in translation <laughs> and he didn't understand what is asked. But uh, yeah, there were a few questions that would have been nice to have heard the answer to. So, um, yeah, Evo, Evo or Ivo or whoever he is. Yeah. Um, he um, just seems like a thoroughly nice person, but obviously didn't didn't play for us. And and I can only imagine from his international background was probably quite a wage. Mm. Yeah. And he was somebody that Pep really wanted from what you believe. So not what you hear. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I hope he has a, a good future. Um, uh, yeah, I hope he doesn't sign for <laughs> for Bradford and score against us in a few weeks. Uh, no, he wouldn't be able to, would he? Yeah, one of the one of the stranger signings and and uh, and moments in our history, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He signs. He turns yeah. up the very first training session has a horrible injury, which you yeah. feel for him for. By the time he's fit, yeah. the manager's gone. Oh, well, sorry, you're feeling for things oh, yeah. now. <laughs> I, I'd like, <laughs> I was told off for this earlier. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I, well, you know, really players sad. aren't always, you know, managers come in, they want their own players, and, and clearly it, he was sort of a, a relic almost from the, from the previous era in terms of our manager yeah. and owners and, and everything that went on. And, and he sort of, yeah, sort of... I, I guess you know on a two-year contract, you've got to, you've got to, uh, you know, um, stick to the contract, and that's absolutely fine. You know, it's not his fault that he was injured. It's not his fault that the manager went. It's just one of those things, really. Yeah. Unfortunate yeah. all round, really. I mean, he didn't force us to, you know, offer him that contract. And... I, I do. I, I did see a, a thing earlier about Pukowski saying uh, goodbye to a local pub quiz answer. <laughs> <laughs> It's just sort of light. It's very, uh, very honest. Yeah. Um, right. So I, I believe with with the end of Evo, that is the end of the podcast. I want to um, quickly have a shout out to Owen James, who yeah. um, he won the young. He got in the team, the eleven, the like. It's like a team person. of the week, isn't yeah. it? The, the academy team of the week for the for the country, you know, the yeah. national academies team of the week. Yeah, excellent. Um, well, I'm sure he's listening, so I'm sure he'll tweet and and thank us for the mention. We'll see if that yeah. happens. Um, oh, another another high. <laughs> wow, this is the longest <laughs> PS ever. Uh, Kath has started re-listening to the podcast. Hi, Kath. Hi, Kath. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is it's right. like a Sinatra, um, you know, farewell tour, isn't it? This, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, a little bit. We've added on four more yeah. dates. And I'm sure Mark Sykes will be going, um, Sinatra? Who's, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, right, I cannot wait till Gavin White scores again because he's back fit because I want to see his next celebration. I'm sure we all do. Um, hopefully we'll be back next week with a podcast um, it, I don't know who the lineup will be but we'll see um, in the meantime thanks for listening and goodbye bye bye, bye.